Welcome to the Tippy Tappy Sports Cricket World Cup podcast. This is episode number eight, and joining me tonight are the old firm. It's Andrew, AJ Johnson, and Nikos Andronikos. Welcome, AJ. Welcome, Nikos. Pleasure to be here, Tim. Thanks, thanks for having us. Yeah, it's a special evening. Why is that? It's a special Why? evening. I'm glad. I'm glad you've invited us on to um, live commentate this match of the World Cup, essentially between. Um, Afghanistan and the West Indies. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot hanging on it. There's a lot yeah. hanging on it. Yeah. It can't even, it cannot even decide who comes last. Really? It can't uh, even decide who comes last. It's over. Afghanistan is going to come last no, no matter what. The West Indies yeah. are going to come second last no matter what. Yeah. Um, so they should have just let him go home. Yeah. And Chris Gale fail, failed again. Chris fail. Ooh, yeah. satire there. Yeah. Um, uh, it's a shame. I would have liked to see Gail have um, a hilarious tonk fest in this World Cup. It would have been great, and he basically didn't, which is a real shame because I like it when Gail does well because he's a true gadfly <laughs> in the sport. Well, he's like he's the you know he's the West Indian equivalent of uh, Shane Watson. Only does it when it doesn't count. I mean, in terms of charisma, obviously that's not a fair comparison. But in terms of performance, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Well, look. it's quite sad looking at this website. I'm looking at the Cricket World Cup website for the, and the, you know, the West Indies team profile. And you know, it says Cricket World Cup victories, winners 75-79. It's just so long ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, what does it say for, uh, and the OD, OD, what does it say for England? The team ranking is ninth. Yeah, well, exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, to put that in context... Uh, England now into the semi-finals for the first time since 1992, which is also a very long time ago. True. Yeah. It says uh, runner-up three times, their highest highest Cricket World Cup finish, runner-up three times, 79, 87, 92. Yeah. <sighs> I don't need to read this website to you. No, nah, you should. Um, if, if you're interested in finding out um, each team's highest Cricket World Cup finish, just go to cricketworldcup.com slash teams. Um, Good, uh, fascinating can, stuff. Good. Right, uh, let's let's talk about other, Australia. Um, let's talk about Australia. Tell us about your Billy Butler, AJ, because I'd love to hear about that next. All right. Anyway, Damon's trying to keep this pot on track. Yeah. What's yeah. up, mate? Let's let's talk about. <laughs> let's start with uh, the Australia New Zealand game, and then move on to um, uh, England's performance. Uh, so Australia New Zealand, um, we we called this. Yeah, last last week we called this yeah, uh, yeah. a couple of episodes ago that New Zealand was yep. untested and probably not that good, and yeah, uh, that it really has been the case that they have yep. they've they've kind of they're a they're a busted flush. Hundred percent. We said they they'd only beaten shit teams and they were due for a loss, and that's exactly what's happened. So, you know, why did why didn't we put yep. money on that? Maybe they are the kiddie pool of the World Cup. Kitty pool of the World Cup, no depth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. But some of their some of their shining lights just haven't shone uh, like they would have needed to to be a world class team this um this tournament. So, yeah. and in fact, none of them really have truly shone. Uh, Williamson, oh. Taylor, Guptill, uh, Williamson. Williamson's been good. well, but well, yeah, but he hasn't <laughs> been good. like, but he hasn't. Well, he hasn't been able to win games for them in 
in crunch time. He's, he's oh, like, you know, we got him out for 40. England got him out for about the same. So it's he hasn't not been last that. man carries either. <laughs> no. No. Well, but like, I mean, if you want to say, I mean, if you want to say Williamson had a great tournament, I mean, the fact is he hasn't. Well, he's had a yeah. pretty good tournament. Okay. He's been he's been the standout. He's been the standout, obviously, for for New Zealand and probably the standout captain. He certainly looks like the best he, bloke. He does have what? the highest average in the tournament. Right. Yeah. Right. All right. Fair enough. Right. I mean, <laughs> Ninety-six point two. Yeah. Thank so, God. but that all that says to me is that he knocked up some massive scores against minnows because he hasn't really done yeah. that well against any of the good teams. Yeah, you got a point there. I agree. Well, they'll get another go because they have a semi final coming up. Um, well, that, that, they won't get another go if. Uh, oh no, that's England, isn't it? If Pakistan can beat Bangladesh by. by Three hundred and fifteen. Yeah, it's yeah. about three hundred runs, and um, yeah. Pakistan will be in. Yeah, we should. Put I think it basically works that. out that if <laughs> yeah. basically it basically works out that if um, Bangladesh bat first. Sorry, if if, um, if Bangladesh bat first, it's over. Over. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Pack, like they may as well just go home yeah. at that point. Yeah. So match yeah. abandoned. Um, the guy for New Zealand who I think has been very disappointing has obviously been Martin Martin Guptel. Uh, he he was he was the king uh, from 2015, like just flaying them everywhere. Yeah, he was. Uh, and there's been no talk about Martin Guptel and no opportunity to say his surname in a very silly voice. Uh, this has been was, is he does he have any Indian or sub subcontinental heritage? Well, he does when you say it like that. <laughs> Gupter, Martin Gupter. Uh, well, but I mean, what? It's a strange name, otherwise, isn't it? We should fact check that. Um, um, I'm on it. I'm on it. You guys, you guys keep discussing other people's funny names, oh, and I'll I'll look up their heritage. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. No, Gupter um, obviously has scored a lot of runs in his career at, at a good strike rate and has failed miserably this tournament. So that's really put them behind the eight ball. And it's put them behind the eight ball because it really is turning into the tournament where if your openers or your top order fails, you lose the game. Yeah, pretty uh, much. People, people are starting to think that's got something to do with the pitches. I'm not an expert, but in the second half of this tournament, as in when the rain stopped falling in England... I think something like 11 of the 13 matches have been won by the team batting first. Right. Uh, and and even then, the team batting first has generally done well in their top order and then kind of fallen over in their middle to lower order performances. And their scores are always ending up being lower than they were predicted to be because of that. And um, basically, if you win the toss and your openers score some runs, you are highly likely to win the game. Um, I don't know what you guys think about that, whether there's something funny going on with the pitches or whether that's good for the tournament or whatever, but that's that's what's happening, I think. I think um, this probably speaks to England being the flat track bully uh, and they can only, well, they are in a better position when they obviously bat first and put on a, a ton of runs. Um, and even though they think they're, they're great finishers and whatnot, um, I'm sure there's been some kind of directive that as the pitches wear, um, they should be prepared to be, you know, slightly more more batting friendly. Um, AJ, thoughts? 
Um, well, it's always been uh, criticism of the one-day game in general, that the team batting first has a massive advantage over the team uh, batting second. Well, yes, well, but in, in, recent, in, in, recent in recent times, times anyway. the chasing teams have been winning. I mean, yeah. the, cha- the chasers, ha- to chase has become the tactic up until this World Cup over the last four years. I mean, England's dominance has predominantly been in chasing. When they've won the toss, they've chased. So mm. actually, this goes against the latest trend. Mm. That's true. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. look, uh, I mean, I, I've always thought it was easier to bat first, but um, what do I know? I don't play uh, international cricket. Um, yeah, you could, but um, um, just, could. Just, just coming back to Martin Gupta uh, for a second. Um, yeah, I don't... I didn't realise this, but yeah, he only has two toes on his left foot. You're fucking kidding! How do you balance a, on a on a? Where'd oh, you get that? At the age of thirteen, he was involved in a forklift accident and lost three toes. He is named. Yeah. Sorry, he is nicknamed Two Toes within the New Zealand cricket squad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's not, not really a nickname. That's just pointing out. Of, I mean, it's <laughs> a fact. It's like, well, you got like two <laughs> arms over here. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and his last name should be Jackson if he's going to be two toes. He's going to be two Jackson. Old Nikos, Nikos, Tiny Dick Andronikos. Oh, Since when have I been in possession of your penis? Yeah, we should just fact check that one too. Good. I'll fact check it now in your mum's mouth. Hang on a second. Oh, yep. Jesus. Well. It's got. Oh, he just went up my nose. You started it. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, okay, well, that's been been. Uh, that's useful. great. Yeah, that's useful. Um, so, what's the upshot of all of this? Do you think New Zealand, given that they have made the semi-finals, um, they will end up playing a semi either against Australia or or India? I mean, are they are they done? Do we need to worry about they're them? They're done. They're done. They're done. Yeah, oh, they're I think yeah, the last the two, games, yeah, the last two games have have broken them. I think they've realised it ain't going to happen. I don't know. It's just they're they're not a strong team, and it's a, it's actually a shame. And and this takes me this takes me back to what we were talking about with the rain um, ruining some of the games. It's actually affected Pakistan's ability to make the semis. Yeah, that they didn't get to play that um, cancelled match. Which one? Which one did they miss that you reckon they've they've lost a point from? Uh, I'll have to scroll back, keep talking, and I'll tell you. Ah, uh, uh, Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka. Yeah, that's definitely a point. Yeah, if you would say. But you know what, Pakistan are their own worst enemies. They lost to the fucking West Indies in game two, and they lost to Australia. That's pretty appalling. They lost to the West Indies. The West Indies got their score in thirteen point four overs. <laughs> All right, and then a few days later, Pakistan beat England. Oh, no. Yeah. Mercurial Pakistan. Um, I, I, I heard someone. Yeah, I heard someone suggest that um, our net run rate is uh, has been proven to be a shitty way of um, breaking deadlocks on on the ladder now because the game's played differently and it doesn't make any sense, and that they should at least look back to uh, if there's a tie on the ladder, they should look back to see what happened in the fixture between those two teams as the first yeah. 
uh, way of um, separating them. And if that had been the case, uh, Pakistan would have gotten through. That, that is 100% what sense. they should do. And I think yeah. that's an oversight. It's an oversight based on the fact that everyone plays each other. I think mm-hmm. that, that this is the first time that everyone's played each other in this tournament. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they've really thought about that before they've kind of set the rules. Right. Um, because I think if they had have kind of considered that, they would have gone, oh, yeah, actually, that, that is better than net run rate. Yeah. That's a way of deciding who goes through. Because I you think say, the, um, first, the first thing is, is most wins, right? But they'll be, they'll be tied there anyway. Yeah. yeah, but I mean that's what they yeah. do in the in the football World Cup, right? Like, I mean, where there are teams that are in their groups and they're all on the same points. Um, you have the for and against in terms of goals scored. Then you'll go to mm. the head to head, and that's what ends up deciding, yeah. you know, who who actually goes through. And I, I mean, I appreciate there's no such thing as a net run rate in in football, but to to Nikos's point, it kind of makes more sense to do a to do a head to head comparison, right? So. Um, well, I mean, the for, for and against is essentially net run rate. That's exactly what it is. Uh, yeah, but see, the thing with net run rate is, so for example, New Zealand's first fixture of the tournament was against Sri Lanka, who scored 136 runs, and New Zealand knocked them off without losing a wicket. And that shot their net run rate through the roof. Yeah, um, like if you don't two. lose any wickets, it's yeah, it's outrageous. And uh, Well, it's not about the wickets. It's about how quickly you get the score. I will, it is factored in. It definitely no, is the number. It has nothing yes, to do is. with wickets. No, not true. No, it has nothing to do with wickets. It's, right. it's about how many. It's about how quickly you get the score. It just counts if you get them all out. That then their score counts as a fifty over equivalent. And if you get if you get it in sixteen overs, which is what they did, then um, that's the net run rate is the difference between what theirs would be after fifty overs and what yours is. It's only if you get bowled out that the wickets count. Okay, okay, fair the enough. The wickets turn yeah. into, turns into 50 overs, basically, if you get bowled out. But basically, New Zealand were rewarded handsomely for coming up against a disastrous team in Sri Lanka first up and, uh, and destroying them in, a, in, a, in the most lopsided fashion. It's, it was almost a joke, and it's not fair that Sri Lanka would then pip Pakistan for the finals because of that, you know? Well, to well, be fair, they even got even more out of it when they played Pakistan in the first game. Yeah. Pakistan screwed themselves by getting completely fucked by the West Indies. Yeah. If they hadn't got Anyways. fucked by the West Indies in that game, their net run rate would be heaps better. They didn't get bowled out for 105. Yeah. Um, so I don't I mean, know. It, I think it's it's punishing it's punished Pakistan in a very cruel way that isn't really indicative of deservingness, I guess. But everyone knows the rules going into the tournament. It's not as though uh, this is a surprise, and if they're going to be you know, if uh, New Zealand can only score however many runs that they are that they are asked to by by the opponent, and if oh, yeah, it, yeah, only... yeah, I'm not, I'm definitely, not, I'm obviously not blaming New Zealand for it. I'm just saying Pakistan ha- have um, picked up momentum and done everything they could do, and it's just, I don't know, it's just a shame. That's well, all. I just think it's to blame. the other thing about net run rate is you, we're starting to see teams basically batting out a loss um, in order to not lose all their wickets. I mean, MS Dhoni had a very odd innings um, against, uh, uh, England. The, yeah, England. against England where they needed, what did they need, 70 off the last 10? Or Anyway, he, he basically, wasn't he, was he blocking it? He, he, well, was hitting, he was hitting dot balls so they wouldn't get bowled out. 
Yeah, I mean, that's the... Well, that's yeah. the other big talking point, obviously, from the last couple of days. So England having to win those two games against India and, and New Zealand and obviously ended up winning them both. Um, mm. And to your point, Nikos, this is where the team chasing uh, presumably did protect its net run, right? Because Dhoni... I mean, Dhoni is one of the original finishers, right? He he certainly made a name for being able to chase down totally. large, large scores. Um, and watching totally, yeah. those last ten overs, he was. It's like he was not quite playing the same game. He was blocking it. He was. I don't. Oh, AJ. I don't really. I don't really buy that. He scored forty two off thirty one. That's not really uh, blocking he, it. Well, no, like, but he, and, he and, did. And, and also, they'd only lost five wickets. They only lost five wickets. Like it's not like they were in danger of getting bowled out. In any, oh, near, in they, any near future, not at all. If that if they decided to go for it, if they decided yeah. to go for it, they they definitely could have been bowled out, without a doubt. Yeah, I suppose so. But I just yeah. What, Dude, what? All, all I can say is that the commentators that I was listening to, and I, I mean, I say what maybe it's their insight rather than mine, but they they were basically yeah. like, what what is he doing? Yeah. Well, yeah. People have said that about lots of innings that he's played before, and he then he just turns it around and gets there. Um, mm, I mean, I've I've seen innings that I've he's played that where before. where you think he's biding his time, and then basically we're in the last over, and they need fifty seven from it, and he's still there, and and then they yeah. walk off and they've lost, and you're like, what what happened there? So I wouldn't. He's obviously brilliant, but he has played some weird innings where he doesn't actually ever fully put the foot down. Yeah. Mm. He's quite old now, isn't he? Like this is this is his last. Surely this is his last World Cup. Yeah, is he as old as Chris Gale? <laughs> <laughs> um, is he as old as Ivo Karlovic? I don't think so. Um. um anyway, uh, do you think uh, Australia is going to beat South Africa? Yes. Yeah, I think that seems likely. I think that seems likely. I think um, the game plan will be like don't don't lose any focus, stay keep the keep the kind of uh, accelerator on, um, be clinical, finish the game, uh, win it easily, and and finish top of the table and get the bye essentially going into the <laughs> next round. Because, well, also it's better it's a better pitch for Australia if they play in um, Manchester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what, and it's a um, short more bus, of a bowl bus ride and all that sort of stuff, right? So they yep. won't have to. But, but do, do you do you think do you think South Africa will have some? They'll they'll dig deep and and want to rub it in the Aussies' faces for old times' sake. I think they'll they'll want to, but I, I just they they are like if if anyone has something to fucking answer for at this World Cup, it's South Africa, really. Like in terms of they how have bad been, been. And they've ruined the the World Cup. Because, <laughs> like, because here we are, all we can do is come up with, like, oh, it's a bit of a shame the rain didn't give Pakistan a chance to just knock off New Zealand at the end there. Mm. Whereas South Africa should have been the fifth team that was challenging the top four mm. all the way from the start. And they have been abysmal. Yeah. 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 So yeah, they, they, be and rude. they never look like firing. It would be rude to show up now. Oh, but you can imagine them doing that, right? I mean, the... Australia. I mean, yeah, you can, you can. Yeah, yeah. Um, so one way or another, um, I agree with you, AJ. That, that, that the thing that Australia wants to do is just keep the same, just play the same team, 
treat it like just another game rather than a rest game uh, and ensure that you finish first uh, and then play New Zealand uh, in the in the semi final because it is it is New Zealand now at fourth yeah yeah don't don't you think there's no da- more dangerous state for an opposition team to be in than nothing to lose I think yes but I I, I um, only if you have everything to lose and Australia don't really have everything to lose they have. Mm-hmm. First place or second place? It's not really well, everything got, to lose at all. Uh, I mean, they've got a, an easier semi versus a hard one to lose, and they've got a change of city rather than not a change to lose. And well, you could argue the same thing about the semi final. I think New Zealand will feel a little bit like they've got nothing, nothing to, to lose because no one's going to expect them to win that game. I think that's more of a danger game than than this one. Than you know, it doesn't. Not that this one really matters, but I can mm. almost almost like if you do lose it. You you're straight into a game where both teams have everything to lose and the pressure's on both teams. Whereas if you in first up against New Zealand, you're in a situation where the pressure is definitely more on you than it is on them. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, um, that's New Zealand obviously in fourth, and it's England in third. So what have you guys made of New Zealand of uh, England turning it around, as it were, um, in the uh, in the last week? When they've brought Jason Roy back in, uh, he's clearly mm. not—he's clearly not that injured. Um, and as a result of bringing mm-hmm. him in, they're kind of firing at the top of the order. Um, and to Nichols's earlier point, where the opening pair does very well, the rest of the team does very well, and you end up scoring a lot of runs. So, um, mm-hmm. do you think they can keep it going for the for the semi, and then conceivably the final? Yes, if they win the toss. Uh then yes, um, because those two, Bairstow and Roy, average 100 or 99.8 or something um, as an opening pair. Mm. And uh, Roy's back, they're batting on these flatter wickets and smashing it up. And then um, apparently the only games England have lost is when Liam Plunkett wasn't in the team and now Plunkett's back and getting wickets. He so like everything seems to be coming together for them. Plunkett just looks. I mean, his, obviously his surname's Plunkett. It sounds like a Trundler's surname. <laughs> yeah, just, but don't, couldn't you imagine getting glassed by a guy called Liam Plunkett? Plunkett. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, he's hardly a test my, um, international cricket. My great uncles went to uh, Plunkett Street School in yeah. uh, in Sydney, and uh, it's a special school. It's a school yeah. for mostly special kids. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is that it? <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. Yeah, Plunkett. Plunkett I do. Asso- I have to associate Plunkett with Plunkets. You know, like just Plunkers, Plunkers, yeah. Plunkers oh, and Plunkets. Uh, down at Woolamaloo. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's the one. Right. I'm looking at some pic. Looking at some pics of it now. It looks like somewhere you would be beaten daily. Yeah. 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 They were Greek. They were Greek in the. You know, would have been in the fifties, forties, forties that they were at school. Yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah. Just yeah. near the serious building. We've got to save the serious building. <laughs> Guys, we can't, we can't sell it off. We can't sell it off. Um, so, no. so you think England's kind of gotten it right. I mean, uh, India were a bit disappointing against England. I was just expecting them to bowl 
better uh, because they probably do have the best bowlers in the in the tournament. But um, the, mm, the, English, the spinners failed. Yeah, yeah. Like it wasn't wasn't quite what I was certainly wasn't what I was expecting. So India in that respect is I wouldn't say they've gone off the boil, but it's a bit like they they just couldn't quite get it together against England. So. If it does end up being yeah. an England England and an England India semi final, um, England will naturally fancy their chances, right? Like, so it's no, uh, it's oh, no. I just think whoever wins the toss will win that game. That's what I reckon. They it's should a just toss stop based after the game. Toss. Um, yeah, yeah. So oh, maybe. No, well, oh, well, that's good. Um, well, what do you think, AJ? Do What's you your think? Oh, no, no, do you think? Well, do you think? You're, I mean, you're saying that you don't reckon they really tried that hard, India, to win that game. So, like, is it, have they really been tested there? Well, I mean, if if Donny was just kind of knocking, yeah, if Donny's just kind of knocking around, and they were actually a chance of getting that. Yeah, they um, definitely. And if if you if that's kind of palpable, um, then you probably think England would be pretty worried about playing against India, having knocked up three thirty-seven and only kind of managed to defend it against a team that wasn't trying that hard. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Mm. Uh, I, I think um, what I think Dhoni was left with the tail, uh, mm. so um, he probably decided. Well, I, I don't want like when we don't want to get all out, and there's no one else in here that could do this chase with me. So fuck it. So I mean, England would still think. Well, if you can knock out all the batsmen, they're still going to find chasing tough, you know. But as is happening with all these wickets. Mate, even even the lower lower order, middle to lower order of the team batting first has been struggling on these on these wickets. They turn, they 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 suddenly turn into a different kind of pitch after the first twenty five overs. All yeah. of them. And, well, know. this one doesn't. That I mean, if if, at Birmingham, that's been pretty good. Um, at Edgbaston, there's been some runs scored. Yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah. That was where they played that last one. They both got plus 300 so yeah um but yeah that yeah, I, that's probably india's weakness right is that the long tail they have a much probably longer tail than most teams yeah um uh yeah. but as england has shown like you know if, if sharma and coley and even if just sharma and coley for example can get can get runs um in the same way bearstow and roy have been getting runs um then that they're, they're pretty evenly matched. Yeah. Um, it's just about who gets to go first. That's I, I know that sounds a bit dull, but I, I almost feel like that's what's going to happen. Well, it'll be refreshing if that's not what happens, but yes, yeah. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well. And then, so where, so then what about us against New Zealand? I mean, that I guess we'll just, as you said, um, just play tight, do everything by the book and, and whatever. Uh, but then is, will that, who's going to go into the final with more momentum? Let's say we beat New Zealand. Whoever comes out of India, England, will be feeling pretty good about themselves, you know, if they won it. Oh, That'll be coming off, off a bigger high, I reckon. That's true. I mean, I think, I think the Lords, Lords is a good place for Australia to play the final. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, true. More so than the other teams. Yeah. Um, yeah. Only because they've probably got the slightly more dangerous bowling attack. Um, mm. But uh, I just think, well, I think Australia's likely to beat New Zealand um, 
because a because New Zealand doesn't seem that strong, but Australia just has more kind of get out of jail cards. I think in the mm. team, like more people who can save you when you get into trouble. Yeah. Um, I don't see many people in the New Zealand team doing that. No. Um, uh, whereas uh, England and India both have those guys. Like I mean, all the way kind of down. You've still got Butler coming in at six. You've mm. still got. You've got Dhoni coming in at six or seven, you know, like so. Yeah, yeah. No, Wait, who's no. going to win then? If you had to, if you had to call it now, whose tournament is it? Uh, I reckon it's Australia's, um, because even though, you know, I think the middle order is a bit weak with your, with Stoinis and Maxwell, um, you've got enough weapons in the form of Mitchell Stark. Uh, Pat Cummins and Berendorf that I don't think it actually matters how many runs Australia scores. They will always be able to defend whatever total uh, they end up putting up. And I don't think any of the other teams have quite, you know, dismantled um, any any of their opponents in the way that, that, that Stark has in the last couple of games. So, And Australia is a tournament team, you know. I mean, this is like... This is just kind of like 99, where they were kind of rubbish at the start, but then got it all together um, and obviously went on to thrash Pakistan in the final at Lords. So if I had to pick mm-hmm. one, I'd go with, uh, I'd go with Australia. AG? Yep. Uh, yep, for all the same reasons, I think I agree with you. Um, and, uh, you know, following on from your point, Nikos, I think... You know, if if the team batting first does have an advantage and they do bat first, I think they they are in a really good spot because they always say you should always do what you do best last in a cricket game. So if you're a good batting side, you should always bat second. If you're a good bowling side, you should always bowl second. Bowl second. And I think Australia is probably the best bowling side in the comp. And if they get to bowl second, in addition to having the kind of general perceived advantage of batting first in this tournament, then uh, I think they're going to look pretty good. You know, Australia's only batted second once. Yeah. This, and that was against Afghanistan. Yeah. So we, we are well out of practice at chasing right it's now. It's true. It's true. It's it's interesting. Um, how did we uh, go? England have chased? In, England have chased three times and won two. Um, and India, let's see, they chased against South Africa and won. And that, and they chased against um, England, obviously, and lost. So they've only chased twice. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't think that really makes that much of a difference, right? I mean, because for those reasons I touched on, where Australia are, is a, you know, it is a pedigree team. They are proven performers. They're a tournament team. You would expect someone like David Warner and Steve Smith uh, to really step up and just do that do that thing of dominating the game and winning because they are they are proven winners um and Mitchell Stark would do the same with the ball i mean when you think back to 2015 australia basically won that world cup final in the first over uh, and new zealand never mm. really looked like they were in it after McCullum was out so i, I yeah that's that's what we'll all be praying for to happen to <laughs> anyone else's top order obviously but just to fit round off that thought new zealand have actually chased seven times out of nine fixtures 
and they won five of them. They lost, they've obviously lost the last two games, but New Zealand, ironically, are in more touch as a chasing team this tournament. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what I was saying at the start. That's what I was saying early on. I I mean, you guys um, were the ones that were saying you you thought New Zealand were untested, and I was saying I thought they looked good because they'd been chasing and winning, and I'm happy to say I'm, I'm, I'm... probably was probably wrong about that but yeah, there is yeah. a there is an argument for saying that um that they they're in a better position in terms of knowing what they can chase and and mm. kind of i know being used to doing it but i i don't know there's te- that australia are such a tournament team you're right like every four years they just step up yeah. so yeah. it just mm. seems like they're doing that again um there shouldn't <laughs> be anything that particularly surprises us especially given that you know, two of the best batsmen in the world had a year off to really kind of think about things, yeah, um, and come mm. back and 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 come back fresh and ready to go. So, yeah. Apparently, um, apparently Stumpy Warner always plays really well after he's had a kid. Uh, apparently, statistically, he has a big purple patch just after he has a kid, and he's just had one the last couple of days. Yeah. So really. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's had his third kid. So Candace, Candace dropped another one. Yeah, yeah. I love it. So, um, <laughs> so that bodes well because obviously, like a new bun out of the oven, Stumpy uh, starts hitting them quite well. Yeah, not can the we, kids. The can balls. we make jokes <laughs> about who the father is? Is it is it Sonny Bill Williams? Like, what's the? <laughs> I think that's a bit, that's a bit mean. Oh, Look, I, I, I just I just hope that Candace is recovering well. Oh, um, such a dad thing great. to say. Oh god. <laughs> you know, mum and bub are doing well, dad's still recovering, blah blah blah, like all that. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um Do you think we'll see Rihanna uh appearing at the semifinals or at the final? Uh it's good to see her in a couple of these games, you know, where she just sort of stands in the crowd and uh, applauds awkwardly and is wearing oversized sunglasses like you would expect any kind of rock star to do. Um, I think she's the only well, I mean, uh, celeb that I've yeah, sorry, seen. Yeah, sorry, I just like, she's like, like the only sort of bona fide rock star apart. Actually, what, yeah. what's his name? Ed Sheeran. Ed, Ed Sheeran watched, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, um, don't you think, I mean, it wouldn't be Rihanna, like, obviously... If if New Zealand plays, then it'll have to be I don't know uh, Neil Dolan. Finn. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who would you rather watch um, the cricket with, Ed Sheeran or Rihanna? <laughs> or um or the um nineties pop act OMC. <laughs> they could show up. They do a do a rendition of How Bizarre before the match. <laughs> Uh, and as for Australia, uh, obviously I put forward Tism. Oh yeah, Tism would be good. Yeah, they've, they've got experience performing on cricket fields. Um, yeah. in front of less less fans, but um, it would be good to see them in front of an actual live um, cricket stadium. Yeah, um, as opposed to an empty MCG. Who would? Yeah. Who would the South African supporter be? Oh, uh, what's that? Um, uh, De Antwort probably. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Was there a hip, that hip-hop guy? You said that hip-hop? Yeah, D. Antwort. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, India? The one who's always, the one, the one who's always um, fighting with Drake. <laughs> is that Drake he's always fighting with? Oh, or, is he? Yeah, probably. Oh, uh, yeah, I think so. 
Uh, India, I don't know, like one of the stars, Shah Rukh Khan or something, you know. <laughs> just, just get him out. The, the old boy, just to, you know, flop around. Um, maybe they could, uh, maybe they could get Martin Guptil. <laughs> <laughs> Martin yeah. Guptil, by the way, just born in Auckland. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what? what? <laughs> Two toes. <laughs> Two toes but, what about his, but what about his heritage? I don't care where he was born. I want to know his like ethnic heritage. Yeah. Um, I'd say it's like New Zealander. Oh come on! Um, We're all boat Come people. on! Don't know, did you so... find? Anything? Did you find? Yeah, anything? I did. I found um, a picture of his extended family from in uh, in Chennai <laughs> <laughs> on holiday from New Zealand, visiting yeah. their their ancient ancestors' graves. He must. There must be something out there, maybe. Honestly, you can't be called Guptal and not be have a bit of Indian in you. Come on. What if it's Guptal? Guptal. Yeah, I guess it's Guptal. Guptal is even better, even more Indian sounding. Guptal. <laughs> um, on his oh, ESPN right, yeah. Crick, uh, Crick Buzz profile, he's described as an enigmatic stroke maker by design. I mean, that sounds pretty subcontinental <laughs> yeah. to me. It does. It very, very enigmatic. Right. Um, yeah, there'd be mention of there'd be mention of his wrists if he was subcontinental. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. What? Well, because he's got two But if, two he, if he was described as uh, two wrists, <laughs> two wrists. <laughs> he's a two-wristed enigmatic stroke player. Yeah. Streaks of genius. Well, anyway, um, one way or another, uh, where are you guys going to be watching? Oh, no, because it's Australia South Africa on Saturday night, right? So would, no one's going to watch that. I mean, you probably just keep an eye on it, but not but not actually watch it. But maybe we should... Keep an, um, keep an eye. Yeah. I'll watch the highlights, thanks. Yeah, just the just the highlights. Um, so we yeah. should have another chat after after that game because we'll know the makeup of the semis. Yeah. And then... Uh, As a preview, preview to the semis, yeah. Yeah. And maybe in the interim we can do some research on Martin Guptill's um, family history. Yeah. What other animals have two toes? Uh, um, the two-toed sloth, which yeah. is a close relative of the three-toed sloth. Um, yeah. Do is rats have two toes? Do rats have, like, two toes or something? Two-toed uh, rats? I don't know. They've probably got three as well. Even toes, uh, ungulate species. Two uh, toes. Well, I mean, two toes is, is like a hoof more than a foot, really, isn't it? Ah, really? uh, cloven. So he's more. He's <laughs> Martin Guptill might actually have a bit of uh, ungulate in him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two-toed ostriches. Ostriches so, you know, have two toes. Maybe that's uh, partly why he's so good at cricket. I don't know. Look. They're, they're, he's he's become more interesting to me in the last half hour than I ever thought he would. Why? What do you mean? Definitely, oh, we've always found his surname fascinating. I've, yeah, I've but I, I always thought, but like to realise there's to realise there's an iceberg under that tip is just such. It's it's lovely. <laughs> under you've uh, opened above up the, these two toes. <laughs> you had judged you had judged the book by its cover, but now I you've did. opened it up and there's some there's some actually some good stuff in there. Yeah, two toes. Uh, <laughs> what else? Yeah. Two, nothing. That's it. Yeah, that'll do. That's enough. All right. Um, that's two toes and about twenty-five runs. 
it's pretty much all he's got. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, <laughs> the poor bloke. Well, we'll see how he goes <laughs> next week. We'll pick this up, you know, over the weekend, and um, I'm sure we can uh, do some research about uh, our favourite two-toed animals. So, Oi, AJ, are you coming to my birthday party tomorrow? Uh, I'll try. I'm not sure yet. Oh. See, how, see how things go tomorrow. Why? Around the right. with, um, with my child. But bring the fam. Yeah, just bring yeah. the child and say. Do it. Yeah. Why not? She does Al's really come. well after 6.30 p.m. Al's bringing the fam. Yeah, how old are Al's kids now? It's exactly the same age as your kid. My <laughs> youngest one. His youngest one. Yeah. All of them. Yeah, right. They're all the oh, well. same age. Exactly. And same name as well. They're just not as interested in having the um, – no, it's not. Um, <laughs> not as interested in having the uh, the old routine going, I guess. Yeah. No, Which is fair no. enough. Each to their well, own. Well, Each to their obviously, own. obviously, if you're not there, um, you're out you of sh- You'll be yeah. bashed. <laughs> yeah. Good. Good. No, I'll definitely try and make it. You will become the second Antipodean cricketer to only have two toes after I'm done with you. <laughs> two toes, Johnson. All right. <laughs> that actually sounds quite good. Good. On that note. <laughs> Thanks, boys. Nice. All right. See you soon. Cheers, boys. See you tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. See you next time. See okay. you tomorrow. All right. Maybe. Thanks. Bye. 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 You hang up first. <laughs> No, you hang up. Go on.